I think I got a little hemorrhoid action. Oh, bad one. You ever had one of those? You're sitting right now. Yeah, you need a stand. You want to? It's only when the poo's coming out, buddy. It's like tearing. You ever get one of those? And no, I've had two you bad can't push. Two no, no push. Two real bad bleeders too. Oh come on! I mean, fucking filling the toilet with blood. What? Yeah. You need to go see your proctologist immediate. What yeah. the fuck is that? Nah, it's bright red, though, because it means it's a surface cut right on the edge, and I can feel it. It's, like, tearing. So there's got to be a fucking hemorrhoid hanging in there. That's fucking disgusting. Bad. That's, what the, ugh. How old are you? So you fucking do one of this, and it's fucking bright red. And then you yeah. look in the water, it's like, oh, shit. It's all red. I got a little slice down there in my ass crack. Must have took a big cock up there or something. <laughs> Welcome to your football fantasy. Hey, we've only got a couple of episodes left in this fantasy football season. So let's enjoy ourselves while we can. I am Dweez Nuts, one of three hosts of this show. So the Bullfrog's here, and he's ready, and he's sober. Big Wiz is here. (laughs) I am here. And he's neither of the two aforementioned things. So while we... <laughs> it's fucking Christmas season. You did come You're from a right, Christmas buddy. party. Nice work. So that you know what that means? is You just get drunk all the time. Yeah, I mean, I had my first beer today at 11. I had the good doctor come over. We played some Jeopardy while I ate lunch and drank beer. <laughs> what a day. What I tried to day. convince him to drink some with me. But uh, he said he had a hockey game to go to in Grand Rapids in six hours, so he couldn't do it. Was he done with school for a couple Next weeks? Next three weeks. Yeah, good yeah, for him. Passed his test. He didn't know if we would, but he did. Uh, so we're going to talk about the news while the Wiz here sobers up. does his research. Maybe sobers up a little. This week in football. Just a reminder to all you out there. If you're in your semifinals, you probably know this because you're still paying attention. But look, if you're in the consolation bracket and you're trying hard not to win your bullshit trophy or or you're trying to get a draft spot, you may not be paying that close attention. Just be aware that there are two Saturday games this week. They're not really big fantasy games. Houston and the Jets, Cleveland and the Broncos. Uh, But they are there, so you have to set your lineups as soon as you finish listening to this show, listen to the show first so you know what to do. But there's two games today, or at least the today that you're listening to the show on. Uh, so news, lots of things happen with some players. Carson Wentz is a big one of them. Apparently, he uh, broke his back. Tri- fractured vertebrae. Yeah, you, stress you, fracture on his vertebrae. You, sir, are supposed to be researching. I am. Fractured, stress fracture on his vertebrae. It's important news. It's going to be at least three months to recover, it took like three scans and an MRI before they could figure out what the hell was wrong with him. Apparently, it happened a little while ago, which is part of the reason why he was maybe looking a little more tentative on the field. He's done for the year, which means this week the LA Rams are going to get back on track at home against this Eagles team, who's been bad and should be worse with Wentz out. Is that right? Yeah. You, How many you Rams think so. are you playing against oh, in your semifinal matchup, Bullfrog? I got. I'm facing Goff, Gurley, and Cooks, and Zerline. He's going to four Good fucking bangers. He's going gonna, to quad fucking Zerline. Lose. I think me. the Rams are going to do their best. To yeah. Put if up they 60. score forty, all those guys are going to get a piece of it. So Wentz is done. But here's the question, though: Is this a valid question? Was Wentz a flash in the pan? No. Or is he going to be? 
Is he going to come back and Look, be he a is a better deal? quarterback than Jared Goff? There's a, in general, I, I agree with that statement. Whenever a new offensive mind comes into a team, there's usually a down year before the whole team gets on track with the new offensive schema, right? So this team has a new coach, has a new offensive mind coming in, taking over, calling plays. And yes, they had a down dip year. Wentz was playing off of that knee injury, and he looked a little tentative coming back. I think it'll be okay. But it's a good yeah. question. It's a fair I mean, question. I think it's a answer. valid question. But we'll see. Here's, here's what I think. Here's an early next season prediction. I think Carson Wentz is going to be a huge value in fantasy drafts because people are going to write him off, and I think he'll have a nice comeback. Kind of like an Andrew Luck. Yeah. He's going to be a draft him in the 13th round, uh, and he might be somebody that ends up uh, top 10 quarterbacks. But we'll get there next year. How about, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson is going to continue to start ahead of Flacco. I said a few weeks ago that he's a forever starter. Uh, looks like that's probably just going to be the truth. Flacco is healthy. He's ready to go. He's going to suit up. He's just now the number two quarterback. Um, he's not, Jackson's not been real good, but he's been okay for fantasy. Like, is he worth looking at in playoffs at all at this point? No. This, I mean, week, they got, this week they got the Tampa Bay... <clears throat> Buccaneers, a fucking shit defense. Right. If you're going to play yeah. Lamar Jackson. He's startable this week. But if you're in the semifinals. I don't think he's a forever quarterback. I can tell you that much. Well, rest of this season. Yeah. In the beginning, he'll start next year. As yeah, but it, then, then you know, let's say you had to start him this week. In my mind, you know, I'm, I'm worried about fucking Jameis Magic situation. Yeah. Where he comes they out there, him. Tampa Bay gets a hot, hot start. Lamar throws a pick or two and say, "Oh, Flacco, you're you're feeling pretty good Come over there. In. Let's uh, let's throw you out there." And then all of a sudden, you're fucked at quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. in a in a very important week. So I wouldn't start him. Yeah, I wouldn't start him either. Again, if I'm trying not to lose my league, maybe in the consolation brackets. But if you're in the semifinals playing for the championship, still. The hope is Lamar. you're not leaning on somebody like Lamar Jackson right. anyway, so it doesn't matter. Look, I'm going to jump down a few bullet points here. We were talking about Wentz a minute ago. This is relevant. John DiFilippo, who was the quarterback coach for Carson Wentz last year, went to Minnesota, was the offensive coordinator this year. I said was because he was fired after last week when they put up a shit show performance. Historically in the league, when an offensive coordinator gets fired the very next week, offenses do pretty well. Do we expect that to happen for your Minnesota Vikings here in in, in uh, semifinal week? God, I'm, uh, early season, man. Preseason, I was fucking high on the Vikings offense. I was high on DeFilippo. I thought he was going to be an awesome coordinator. Yeah, he's going to get hired somewhere very very shortly. Yeah. I mean, instantaneously. I think Cook. I mean, I like a lot. I, I like the pieces that Minnesota has. The only thing that I don't like about them is their offensive line. Uh, Cooks look Cook has looked pretty good these last couple weeks. Uh, obviously, the, Thielen and Diggs. One of the hopes here is, you know, DeFilippo's out. He was calling the plays. He was the guy not giving the ball to Cook. Maybe Dalvin comes in this week and actually gets the volume that he should get with somebody else calling plays who recognizes him as the weapon and that takes a little bit off Cousins' shoulder. So yeah. if you've got Cook. Well, I think you just said in the head, as you talked about earlier, is don't forget about this guy next year, you know. Wentz, Wentz, not very good year. Cook, not very good year. Don't forget about Devin Cook next year because if they actually sure. build a line around the guy, they have a very good team around him. Yeah. I mean, you got to think the percentage of teams rostering Delvin Cook still alive in the playoffs right now is probably pretty fucking low. You think so? Because you took him in the first or second round, and he's, he's, provo- he's produced a whole lot of not much yeah, for you. Yeah. I mean, maybe you got lucky with a bunch of other picks, but... 
I know in all the leagues I'm in, you know, if you own Delvin Cook, doing shit for you. They finished pretty poorly. Well, yeah. for those of you that aren't in the semis, <sighs> feel good about Cook. Everybody's playing this week. Feel good about Cook. Uh, speaking of running backs, shitty running backs, Isaiah Crowell goes to the IR several weeks ago. I told you to go pick up Elijah McGuire off of the waiver wires. I hope you held on to him. Wiz, are you coming around? Do you think Elijah McGuire's worth playing at this point with Crow out? Ewan McGregor? That's something like what I said, yes. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about Elijah McGregor? He plays for the fucking Jets. We don't care, nuts. I disagree, and I'll talk about it a little bit later in the show. I do care. Bullfrog, what side of this fence do you fall on? Oh, running back on a shitty offense? What does that mean? Yeah, come on, come on. We'll I, this think, last I think we know what that means, buddy. Bad is useless. We don't give a fuck. He he might he might be worthy of giving you something, but man, to hinge to hinge a championship drive on an Elijah McGuire, I'll pass. Yeah, Throw, yeah. I, I I'm throwing him in my flex, and we'll talk about that. Like I said later. Speaking of running backs, let's stay there for a minute. We know Darius Geis, Darius Geis, guy that right before we picked three in the pink, two in the stink, I got super high on. Was really excited about. Apparently, apparently the uh, surgeons in the nation's capital are just really bad at their job. Three extra surgeries for this kid after an infection uh, coming out of his ACL surgery. And now 2019 is in question. Again, Darius Geis was a guy that I already had on my boards really high next year as a value because people were going to forget about him, and I still think he was really talented. But all of a sudden, this guy may never actually amount to anything in the NFL. If, he's, if he takes two years off, what the fuck is wrong with these doctors in Washington? Alex Smith? Oh shit! I mean, shit. A guy like Adrian Peterson has ACL surgery. He would have been running sprints. He would have been running sprints already by now. I mean it. I mean, when did this happen? August. The news. Late August. The news came no, out. I mean, guys, when when did when did he tear it? Oh, Late August. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right before the season. Adrian began. Peterson would have been fucking ready to go by the postseason. Yeah, this guys is still battling this kid fucking infections and everything else. Have they said anything in more? In more depth or detail about wh- why or what? No. Because I agree with you. I mean, a, a normal ACL injury at this point, this guy's already in rehab. He's running. Yeah. It's these, inf- it's these infections. Somebody left something in the knee. Forgot to wash your hands, took a big shit, and it happens. left a little something-something on their fingernail. It happens. <laughs> Maybe they were digging deep in God the back. Damn, like John Lochner from Germany. <laughs> Speaking of taking a shit, Odell Beckham Jr. out again. This is crazy because prior to last week's game, there was not a lot of news about him being injured until all of a sudden he was sitting out. Now he's out again. Uh, you're are you rolling Odell out somewhere? No, not because no. your league is done already. No, he he would have been rolling out of my big money league, but I mean I'm out of the money, but he would have been out there. Hey, maybe maybe he pulled a Plaxico Burris and they're just trying to keep it under wraps. <laughs> Ooh, shoot himself, shoot up. himself in the leg. It's, I mean, it's boss. No, he's a new man. He's a new man. He's actually, he's been uh, level-headed out there on the field this year. But, uh, so do do you trust another receiving option on this team, a Sterling Shepard, an Evan Ingram? Nobody really stepped up and had a huge game last week with him out. Is there an option here that we can look to? So I'll ask it this way. Wiz, we put Sterling Shepard on our bench for Dynasty Semis this week. Do we make that change now with Odell out? Yeah, I'm not sure why you wouldn't. I'm, I, I'm not sure I would have agreed with you on that move. I don't think we actually said that. Yes, last night when we talked about this in depth, in Standing detail. next to you and we picked together. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think you absolutely start Shepard. What scares me about Shepard is he, 
there's been very few games he's actually produced lots of receptions or targets, and most of them have been junk points, or junk time at least. So uh, I don't have a lot of faith in him, but if Beckham's not there... Somebody has to. Yeah. Barkley's going to get the, the, you know, like as he always does, ten, his 10 targets and 10 receptions. But Evan Ingram had a decent game last yeah, week. Yeah, agree with you, but, but there has to be a receiver that, that draws something. I think Shepard has a chance to have a good week. I mean, he's got his, a better chance than a lot of other low, How about low fucking tier Russell Shepard, who's scoring touchdowns yeah. over Sterling. Yeah, yeah that, that's a problem. Wasn't the one? Wasn't the one he had the other week from Odell? Yes, it so, was to Russell Shepard. You know, Odell can't throw him that ball now. So, <laughs> a couple other wide receivers to talk about: Martavis Bryant. Somebody on this couch was uh, excited about him going to Oakland. He's suspended again. Marijuana. Does that mean he's done out of football? Did he, does he get? Well, I think he gets a year long suspension, oh, right? That's ridiculous. Josh Gordon, uh, Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen, the best QBR rookie quarterback in the league right now. He's got a new weapon. Isaiah McKenzie takes over the full time slot wide receiver role. Two weeks in a row uh, of of double digit fantasy point performances from just, Isaiah McKenzie. He's the best. Rookie quarterback. Total QBR. Fool. Kid, I think you should absolutely, if you're playing daily, think about Isaiah McKenzie. Might even be a flex option for you, like I said, in this slot role. It's been effective. It's one of the guys that Josh Allen is still willing to look at when he starts running around back there. So think about it. Uh, That's the last one of those. Here's a bit of news. The city of Oakland is suing the Raiders all of a sudden (laughs) for their illegal plan to move the... This plan has been in place for, what, three years? No. I think two. Well, they they, they have approval. Yes, yes. And all of a sudden, it's illegal, and they're planning to sue them. I didn't read a whole lot about this. Does anybody know more about this? Like, is this is there any chance that this slows down or stops this move? Because that's coming next year. Absolutely not. Okay, so um, what's the boy? They're just trying to play for some cash. Well, they're, yeah, they're trying to sit there and say that the loss of income. I guess sounds great. I think John, it's a it's a valid claim. How you prove that in court? Why they well, does John Gruden give a shit? No, John they're Gruden they're gone. Just fired the general manager of this team, right? Yeah, that part's impressive. Good for John. He's uh, he's he's the fucking man out. He's awful at his job, but he is telling people what to do. I'm not. See again, that, that's way too early to make that statement. Is it? It's a whole season in. I feel like it's not too. It's a ten-year, ten-year contract, buddy. You think he's going to coach for ten? No, years? I, if he makes it five, I'll be impressed. If he but, makes it three. But I'll let's see it in year three. Actually, what, what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, so that's the news. That's a bunch of shit. Are you ready for the show yet? Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Are you ready with this stat of the week here? Yeah, I'm ready. We got a who am I? Who am I? All right, a couple of them for you guys. Let's go. All right. You guys ready? I am a receiver. Go. Just joking. Uh, Weeks one through eight, I was wide receiver number 70. Okay? Yeah. Weeks nine through 14, I am wide receiver number two. Mari Cooper. Ooh, good one. TDs, weeks one through eight, one TD. Nine through 14, six TDs. Who am I? I am a Mari Cooper. Nuts got it. Go. That's why I bet against him. Yeah, the beginning of the year. You fucking lost it. You bet against the guy not assuming he's going to get traded to Dallas. The, key, the reason I keep bringing him up, guys, because Nuts is an idiot and we made that bet. No, it was I, I'm giving the option right now again to take two great, shots right now. It's and, a great and, bet at and, the time. And we won't talk about it again. Circum- you telling me you made that bet assuming he was going to get traded to a star team? He's with a, a good star offense? receiver. 
What yeah. was what is a season long bet worth anyway? We did we did you guys ever put a yeah, stipulation one, on that? One shot. Just one shot. The only bet that we <laughs> the only bet that we had ever that was worth more than one shot was the Mayfield Allen bet, which was shovel my driveway for a month in February. Oh damn, it's gonna be a brutal month too because it's been pretty lame around here so far. Josh Allen's winning that bet for me. All right. Who am I? I'm a, I am a quarterback. I have a completion percentage over 70, 70%. Okay, rather good. Of all QBs, I have the highest percentage of throws with a defender in my face. Okay. And I, am, I am currently quarterback number 13. During weeks 1 through 8, I had a receiver on my team that was receiver number 1. During weeks 1 through 8, my, my receiver on my team. Cousins. Yeah, that'd be Kirk Cousins. Does he really have the buggy? highest percentage of throws with somebody in his face? Yeah, with, with, yes, it's garbage. Man. Yes, that's the whole point, right? That he has a bad offensive line. Uh, I am a running back. Um, from week 1 to 14, I have forced the most missed tackles. Okay? Since week 1, I have only had one game with more than 10 carries. And that was the most I had was 13 since week one. Yeah. Kenyon Drake. The last three games, I haven't put up at least 15 points per game. I have missed five games due to injuries. Mixed note. Five games. Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook. Froggy got it again. Yeah. Stat of the week, boys. Thanks, buddy. Those are good ones. I like that. He's good. He's good. Froggy, he I know. He yeah, looks like me now. But he, those are the two. No, I Cook, mean, Cook I mean, looks fucking quick. He's like, good. Real I, quick. Yeah, there were uh, there's there's two guys in the league, and we've said it over and over that just don't get the opportunity they should. One's Mix and one's Cook, which is why I guess me. Not a bad stat of the week. All right, this is a much more important segment. It's going to go on for a while. Yep, come on. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, we got three listener questions. For you to, oh, drip in my mouth there. For you today, yeah. first one comes from D Rock, old friend of the show. Says he's got a quarterback problem. He needs to start one of these two guys. Looking at the options, I'm assuming it's a consolation bracket. Uh, he's pretty weak at quarterback, strong at running back, and wide receiver. He's trying to decide between Nick Mullins, Ryan Tannehill this week. So I asked, and Bullfrog asked the question, like, who else is available? There's only one starting quarterback available on his waiver wire, and that is Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. You'll play him. Josh Johnson is only only, I said everybody in his league picked up all the quarterbacks. Sounds like collusion to me, but hey. So the the question remains. Mullins, who he says, look, he played well against Seattle the last time I played him. We're playing Seattle again, and this time it's going to be in San Francisco. I think Mullins scored 29 fantasy points or something uh, in that first outing against Seattle in Seattle. Or we got Ryan Tannehill, and the Dolphins are playing, remind me. The at Dolph- Minnesota. At Minnesota. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think you got to, I mean, I think the safer, the smarter play is, is Mullins. Uh, I just, yeah, I mean, Miami's got some decent weapons, honestly. But I think San Fran's actually got decent weapons with Goodwin, Pettis, Kittle, Breida coming out of the backfield, Wilson. I mean, those are yeah, decent but decent NFL Goodwin's players. Goodwin's not playing. He's out this week? He played last week? He, uh, he It said he's highly questionable the yeah, last time he's I He's still watched. beat up? Yeah. 
Well, that makes Pettis even more valuable, but yeah, I mean, Kittle's been. If fucking... he throws it 290 fucking yards to Kittle, then he didn't need it. You know, him. Kittle leads the league in yards after catch by like 200 yards over wide receivers. That's stupid. That's never been done in the history of a tight end. That's stupid. I mean, granted, he's had how many plays for like 75 yards? So you say Mullins, Mullins is the safer play. I, I That statement I disagree with. Well, Mullins I think he's both. Mullins is both, both the safer play. He's got a higher floor, yeah. and he's got a way higher ceiling. Look, yeah. Mullins, since he's been playing, has averaged 35 passing attempts. Tannehill this year, 22 passing attempts. You have to play the opportunity for any position, but when you're talking about he's got half again more attempts a game than the other guy, you've got to throw Mullins out there. Since week eight, Seattle has only had one game where a quarterback's gone for less then 250 and multiple touchdowns. Seattle's deep passing defense is not what it once was. Um, they're not winning games by shutting people down, especially away from home. Away Minnes- from home is the key. Right. Is the key stay at that right there? Because at home they're actually still a very good since, defense. You saw it, but that last week. since week eight, 250 and multiple touchdowns in all but one game. Minnesota looked like garbage. Minnesota's defense, on the other hand, is shutting. Everybody down. They are playing at home as well. Tannehill looks like shit. The he's, Dolphins he's beat up like last week. Shit. He was hobbling around on the field. He was hobbling there. around. And like, if you just look, if you're one of those stat rats looking at the stat line, you see Tannehill had a pretty good game last week. Well, a lot of those points came on that bullshit play at the end of the game. Okay, which fucked my Kenyon Drake call. <laughs> but that was this great. is an easy one for me. It's Nick Mullins. He's got the floor. He's got the ceiling. He's got better weapons, he's got the better offense, and he's playing against a worse opponent. There's, and it's at home. There's no downside. Lock it in, D-Rock. Play Mullins. Wiz, did just... you want to weigh in, or should we move to the next? Yeah. I, those are some really bad options. That, that's what I would tell D-Rock. I would probably go to Mullins just because I like I like his coaching staff. I like everything around him at home. If this was game was away, it would be a different story. But at home, I, I like Mullins best. Yeah, I think you say really bad, but I think Mullins will be top fifteen quarterback relatively easily this week. So, but his options not, not, are yeah, terrible. Not great, right? Tannehill's going to be a bottom five quarterback <laughs> this week. Uh, next question, and this is a big one, nice long one for it's going to take a while. It comes from Chuck, whoever the fuck Chuck is. Uh, Chuck says uh, he's uh, in a semifinal. Big league, $1,000 prize on the line. He's projected to lose right now, and uh, we'll tell you why he's going to project to lose in a minute. He needs help at every one of his positions. We're going to tell him all the guys that we'd start here. It's half, half PPR scoring system. First off, I'll tell you his opponent is playing Breeze, Barkley, Aaron Jones, Hopkins, Juju, Amari Cooper, and Joku, the Jags defense. So his opponent is chock full of studs. That might or might not make a difference when you're considering who you would play. Uh, coming from this roster. So we'll start at the quarterback position. Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, who do you take? Uh, well, I'm taking Derek Carr Agreed. against the Bengals. Who's Baker playing? Uh, Baker plays Houston? No, Denver. In Denver. In Denver. I'm, I'm a frog in this one. To me, it's a no-brainer. Anyone that's playing Oakland sounds like a good matchup. No, Oakland playing Bengals. Cincinnati. Yeah, same that same, same answer. Agreed. I agree as well. Carr. Carr, you know, he has multiple TDs in three of the last four. Over 275 yards in each of the last two games. And the Bengals are second most generous to quarterback. This is an easy pick at the quarterback position for me as well. Chuck, lock it up. Lock it in. Running back options here. We've got to choose 
two. We can choose one later in the flex position, but let's just talk about that running back position. We got James White, Jordan Howard, Gus Edwards, and Jalen Samuels. That's that's obviously it's in here hoping that James Conner is not going to be playing. So who are your two running backs that you're suggesting? If Conner does not play, Samuels is probably going to be in there at one of the running back spots or the flex. However, we're going to assume that Conner's going to play. Looks like he's going to play. So I'm going to base everything that Conner's playing. So my two running backs I'm going to go with is going to be James White because I feel like they've been getting away from him a little bit. And I think against Pittsburgh's tough run defense, this is a, an opportunity to use him a little more. And I honestly just think their offense is better when he is more involved. And then I'm going to go with Jordan Howard, who's been trending up as far as carries go. Double digits. Finally got his 100-yard game. They're facing Green Bay, who uh, he's traditionally been getting gashed by the running game. So those are going to be my two starting running backs for you, Chuck, is uh, James White and Jordan Howard. I have a slightly different take here. I agree that James White. Now, I will tell you that most of the decisions outside quarterback I chose because, Chuck, it looks like you're going to lose, so you have to pick guys that aren't going to be safe. You've got to pick those high-ceiling guys, even if they have a potential for a low floor, rather than somebody who's going to score you 15. You need which guy is likely to score 20, 25, 30 points for you. So um, I'm picking James White as well. He, we know that he's got the potential to go off. We think that the Pittsburgh-New England game is going to be a really high-scoring game. Ball's going to be tossed around a whole lot. I see Sony Michelle getting less work as the passing offense is doing more work on the field trying to keep up with that Pittsburgh offense So James White for me. Um, and the other one here I've got is not Jordan Howard because season long says his ceiling is just not there. He has hit his ceiling in the, in the last couple of weeks, both times with 15, 14 carries, I think. He did hit 100 yards um, and scored, but that you're not going to get any more than that. Uh, I think Gus Edwards has the opportunity maybe to score a couple of times. In a minute, I'm going to tell you why Kenneth Dixon and not Gus Edwards is a pretty good play in this game, but the reality is even last week when Dixon came back, Edwards out-touched him 16 to 7 or 9 or whatever that was. He out-touched him in the red zone 3 to 1, so he's still going to get those red zone opportunities on a team. Look, Baltimore's got Tampa Bay this week. Tampa Bay sucks at everything on defense. Uh, do they? They've been a little better as of recently. They, mm-hmm. held the Saints, they held the Saints in check, but that was at home in Tampa. Their rushing defense is actually quite... It's quite good, actually. Is the, it? the last few games, the last four or five games. I, I think I think Gus Edwards will have an opportunity for a couple of short touchdowns. And I think he's probably going to get himself 70 yards rushing as he's still going to have 14 carries. And he's been good He's been good with the ball, right? I think up until last week, he's the only running back in the entire league without a negative carry, right? He's, yeah. he's been good. So I like, I like Gus this week as your number two option. Wide receiver position here. Uh, we're obviously starting Julio correctly done there, but you got to pick one more of these next three. Corey Davis, Dante Pettis, Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys, I'm definitely playing. Interestingly, I'll go next, Ben. Goodwin's been terrible. I'm not picking. Adam Humphreys is uh, the one guy here I'm not picking. Um, Obviously, Julio's playing, but Corey Davis is my next option here, and, you know, Corey Davis has been all kinds of up and down this year, but that's the reason I'm playing, because when he's up, He's phenomenal. He's way up, and this is another situ- again situation where you need to score a lot. Of, you need the op- option or opportunity to score a lot of points. Corey Davis gives you that opportunity. Mariota loves him. 
Loves to throw the ball to him when he's covered. Loves to throw him the ball to him deep when he's double covered. It doesn't matter. So there's a, there's an opportunity but for Corey changed, Davis to Genoa go one fifteen. has been okay versus I mean, defensive back this year. He hasn't been bad. Yeah, yeah. Janoris Jenkins is good, and he should shut him down. He should cover him closely. But Mariota doesn't necessarily care whether Corey uh, Corey Davis is covered. But, and if Corey Davis can go up and catch one when he's well covered, but, okay. Here's a good yards. question for you: What is Corey Davis's ceiling compared to Adam Humphrey's ceiling? Adam Humphrey's absolute ceiling is 50 yards and, and a touchdown. He did score two touchdowns once this season, but that's not happening again. Not against Baltimore. But you can't tell me Corey Davis' ceiling is, is 10 catches. Corey you, Davis' what, what ceiling doing is at that 140 point. yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, see, I think you're just encompassing all of Corey Davis' best you know, season-long performance and saying, well, let's see what we can perform. Against the Giants, it's not what's going to happen. That's, that's a, I'm just saying it's the ceiling. Right, right? so you know, to chime in on that point, it is it is important just to focus on this week because that's all that matters. Every other game means fucking nothing. That is that's a good that's a good thing to bring up. However, I I think this week Corey Davis's ceiling is higher. I think it's higher than Humphrey. it has to be. Baltimore's, Why? Baltimore's a Baltimore great in Baltimore. Do you see Adam Humphrey scoring multiple touchdowns? Against Baltimore in Baltimore. No, I mean, you, I mean, you bring up, I mean, those are, those are like Baltimore's a really hard matchup. It's a, yeah. it's a terrible matchup to be honest with you. Like I don't see anybody scoring multiple touchdowns against Baltimore in Baltimore. Kansas City couldn't even do it. None of those guys. Yeah, no, but I mean, like we talk about we're about floors at the same time, right? Corey Davis's floor has been terrible. Yeah, his floor probably is a little bit. Is lower. lower yeah. right? well, I guess that's, so that's the like we talked about. He's projected to lose. Had, Humphreys had thirty yards on two catches last yep. week, so that's yeah. a, that's a floor. Right. Of, no, that's a that's a lose your game floor yeah. as well. So if you got if you got a similar floor. For both guys, pick the guy that could that has a higher ceiling right. in a game where you're. Do they have? Do they have similar floors? They, similar floors. They have similar. Yeah, floors. Any wide receiver has a similar floor in reality. Okay. Well, so the, the difference is Corey Davis's floor is zero. He could absolutely put up a zero for you. Adam Humphrey's floor is five, six, right? three, yes. or four, yeah. which is might as well be the same against that team you're playing. I think we think we looked at it. Well, Humphrey's had one twenty point game. That's the two TD game against Carolina. Davis has had three or four. Yep. But again, that means nothing. It's all about this well, week. Well, what, what it means is what we know about the history of the season is that Mariota will throw it to Corey right. Davis downfield regardless of what is going on. Yeah. He could have three wide-open receivers underneath, and there could be two guys covering Davis, and Marietta will throw it to him. I'm just not sure if Corey Davis will make enough plays to make it. Yeah, a, he may a, not. But a, he, he's a very easy, he does not have a good matchup this week. No, but the Couldn't you just see Jameis falling apart, though? Absolutely, you could. Yeah. I picked Jameis Winston to, to, to be, can't give it up, guy. There you go. All right, so so you got Corey Davis as well, Bullfrog, in here. Yeah, um, and then is. and then our flex guy, we both picked the same flex guy. Well, you said Samuels, right, if you can. Yep. If if Connor's out, Samuels. But if if Connor's in, I think it's going to be Pettis for kind of the same reasons of Corey Davis. Agreed. Uh, especially if fucking Goodwin's out. Uh, Pettis has scored what three games in a row? I think scored touchdowns in three games in a row. And you know, game script says they're probably going to have to be thrown against Seattle. Uh, he's looked good on film. Uh, and again, you're you need you need a twenty point week. And this is a guy that could potentially give it to you. Yeah, and it's the same conversation we just had about Humphreys. Like I, I, when I first did this, I wrote Humphreys in immediately, but but I, I don't see the ceiling for Humphreys. I think Pettis has more opportunity to have a big game. Davis has more opportunity. So so there you go. You ha- you don't have a, you don't have a, much of a choice, Chuck. You've got to play the guys that could potentially go off. Right. That's just where you're play at. play to win the game. Yeah. Uh, all right. Our last question. 
<clears throat> this comes from James Murphy on Twitter. I gave him some really good advice a couple of weeks ago, and he won his week, so he's coming back to us for some more. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is banged up. We know that. He is going to play, however. Uh, he wants to know, should he go ahead and play Hilton anyway, or should he pick one of these other options? He's got Tyler Boyd, Cordero Patterson, Tyler Lockett. Uh, what do you guys think? Any of those guys better than Hilton this week? If if Hilton's playing, I think you got to go with him. Uh, against Dallas, I feel like the Colts are going to struggle to run the ball. So I feel like it's a big, it's a 50, 50 pass attempt type game for luck, but a lot of little shit. With Hilton not doing too many deep routes, just kind of the dink and dunk, Hilton over the middle, using his speed and quickness to get open quick and early. Uh, if he's out, uh, again, I'm not a believer in the Bengals right now, so I'm going to take Lockett if Hilton's out. What do you guys got? Yeah, you hit on the head. I think Hilton, you absolutely do play. His floor is his floor is half of these guys ceiling at a minimum. Um, like you said, he dinks and dunks. Luck's too good of a quarterback. He's still going to produce points if Hilton does play. If Hilton does not play, you're right. You play Lockett. Boy, you just can't trust at this point. Driscoll's not putting up the numbers that he should be doing or that is expected. And I, I personally um, set James Murphy that you put Patterson in this question. <laughs> well, he's been getting rushing he scored touchdowns. Last, he scored last week on reception, too. He's been getting rushing touchdowns. Well, bad um, idea there. James. So, so for yeah, look, this is the same exact advice I gave to you last week, James, is, is play Hilton. If he's in there, you got to play him. Yeah, it's a really tough matchup. And, and the matchup isn't necessarily – the tough part about this matchup isn't Hilton going against that uh, defensive backfield for the Cowboys, which has been good. Uh, it's just that I don't think – I don't think the Indianapolis Colts front, front line, offensive line, who also has been pretty good this year, can slow down the pass rush. I think uh, they have a really hard time getting it going there, so that's tough. But play Hilton if he's in there. I disagree with these two guys about Boyd. He's the guy that I would pick if uh, Hilton's banged up and not able to play. Boyd with Driscoll has been better than Boyd without Driscoll in the past few games in that 11, 8, 8, and 6 targets. He's getting more targets. He's getting red zone targets. He started looking to him again. He started throwing it to him again, Tyler Boyd. Um, he's going to have the opportunity against an Oakland Raiders defense that is just fuck-ass garbage. I know Driscoll sucks. I know this offense is hard to trust. But I think this game, you can you can roll Boyd out there. And I'll talk about Boyd a little later in the show. All right. Yeah, one more point on that. Uh, <clears throat> interesting stats I read. I can't remember the exact fucking numbers. But when Baldwin is in, Russell Wilson is such a fucking better quarterback. And it's not even necessarily going to him. Yeah, does it But get, just when yes. Baldwin is in, Russell plays better. And especially this season, his playing better means Lockett is getting the fucking love. Mm-hmm. Not even Baldwin, but Baldwin's just, whatever Baldwin's doing, drawing the coverage or whatever he's doing out there, Russell plays better. So you almost hope Baldwin plays and you fucking run Lockett. I don't think Baldwin out. is going to play this No, I think week. he is. Yeah, but he's been practicing. You are right. Bit. Lockett's a better better play if Will if if Baldwin does play because yeah. Baldwin's going to get at least coverage yep. and draw something off of Lockett. Got him. We've got shots to take. Our accountability looked bad this week. Uh, two of us got three guys right. One of us got two guys right. That's my 29% accurate. Again, we'll say up until zero seconds left in the game. I was right there with you guys. And then Kenyon Drake got a 
was the third man, fourth man to touch, fifth fucking man to touch the ball on a play that went for a lot of yards, and Gronk can't tackle. So I'll take my shot. Speaking of shots, I got another one for you guys. Three in the pink. Wait. Hey! Bullfrog! Holy fuck! Almost beat you by 90 oh, points, yeah. buddy. Kind of sweet. It was kind of shitty. It was a bad week for Tweez Nuts in three in the pink, two in the stink. I ended at a negative 35. Wiz, you managed to hold on to that victory between the three of us with a 68 over Bullfrog's 58. Is this the first week that all of your guys have played? I'm going to say, all Bullfrog. it took was for fucking five active <laughs> fucking players. Hey, and Penny might be out this week. I might have another good That'll fucking be, week. He yeah. is out. Is he, he is out. Yeah. Who is Penny? Penny's your... He's, he's a ugly stick. Or he's five. Penny, I thought Penny did okay four. last week. How'd you get no, positive points? He only had like 40 yards. But this week, <coughs> he did not do okay. Hurt, he was running back 47. So, he's gonna take here's zero. how Bullfrog scored his points, okay? Dalvin Cook did well. Got him a positive one. <laughs> Jamison Crowder... Did really well, Ooh, put up a yeah. positive 22 for him. That's not happening. Aguilar hurt him a little bit as a wide receiver, 52, not so good. But Mike Evans scored him a plus 15, and Penny scored him a plus 26. So, nice job, Sir Wiz. You ended at a 68 in the positive. Those two were the second here, and third highest scores. And the reason you're upset Ooh, wow. is that you got leapfrogged. You were no longer... Not by Bullfrog. No, you got leapfrogged. The not... good doctor overtook you for third place. He he posted a positive 119 Holy this week. Shit. Shady scored him a ton. Joe Mixon. I have Shady too, so that doesn't count. Kenny yeah. still scored him a plus still. 47. Kenny still yeah. scored him a lot. Lamar Miller got him a plus. Mixon got him a plus. The only negative he had was Julio's negative one for him, so that helped him a whole lot. It was all about that. Kenny still can, can I tell the doctor something right now on the show? Doctor, I do have Mike Williams, and he did fucking go off fucking apeshit crazy on Thursday. Yeah, so you, you, you so, can say that with pride, but understand you were playing against him this week, and he started Mike Williams against you. That's not even my league. That's your league's, your, your B team on your, you know, your B team on that league. 100% yours. And uh, you're going to get your ass kicked based on based on that. So so other uh, results here. Yeah, but obviously the good doctor was the big scorer of the week. Are we catching the Brad Drury? Not that many positives. Brad Drury. Yeah, him. Had a negative 69. Yeah, baby. Good job, Brad. Negative 69. So all of a sudden, with two weeks to go, the good doctor at 417 and the big whiz at 409 can see Brad's positive 550. Guys, because that's what it takes. You get a couple guys in uh-huh. guys inactive and you're... You're fucked. But I, have some, I have some propositions for some rule changes here as well next week. Brad had struggles from Jordan Howard. Carrion Johnson did not play. Yeah. Brita did not Whoa, play. It is, baby. That's all that Two it took. Two DNPs on your pinks. That's all that took. Uh, so that negative 69 hurt him. Yes, you can see him now. You need a couple of good weeks. He needs a couple of not right strong, weeks. Starting off Johnson is not playing this week oh, again, yeah. so that really helps. Start. You might catch him this week. Otherwise, other results, Gary Haddow, which is the second worst in the league at this point, <laughs> next to you, is at a negative 65. 
So he is 99 points ahead of you. Oh. There's a chance you I'm don't lose this oh, I'm getting him, baby. I'm getting him. There's a chance you don't I'm lose. Kai Mishner, Drew Nuts, Charles DeMar, all scored in the negative 30s or 40s. It was pretty bad for us. Otherwise, mediocre positives. Floor Killa is no longer the, the team right ahead of you because he got a plus 33 this week. That helped him out a lot. It's like the middle of the road. Not a lot of changes in there. Like I said earlier, I'm still fighting. I'm hoping I can end top six. <laughs> I'm hoping I can end top seven. I'm sitting at position number eight right now. I can't get higher. You just got negative 35. Look at you and that, that positivity. I like that, that. That that hurt. But I think I think we'll be okay. Three in the pink's going really well. And I'm... I, guys... I tell you what, I've kind of had fun with this three in the yeah. pink all year. I like the way that it worked out. The changes I'm proposing next week make it a little more true to what its original next purpose. Year. <laughs> for next year. For next oh, year. Oh yeah. Use uh, something for you. I like that. But we'll we'll talk more about that as we go. I'm having. I already took. No, I didn't. Here it is. All right. Uh, we picked some studs last week. I had CMC. You had. Yeah, Barkley. Uh, Barkley, baby. Yeah. Oh, Barkley, who went 150 glory. in the first half. And uh, Alvin Kamara kind of screwed the pooch for you there with running back 16 to Just... my running back forward, his running back two. You can take a shot for that. I will say, I didn't disagree. I put Kamara into my yeah, daily line. You did. And it did not, and it bit me in well, the he got us That is the reason I didn't win daily. This like he got us 13 points, whatever it was, but we expected him to go off. He didn't do yeah. shit. It was rough. So you can take that shot. Speaking of our daily lineups, the Bullfrog retakes the daily crown with a 138-point win this week. I had a late, late, uh, I was a late comer this week. 130 points, I almost caught up to you. Failed to do it. The big whiz, after two dominating weeks, loses by 50. That's that's daily for you. You can't win every week, buddy. So you can take that shot. We did have the good doctor play with this this week as How well. How did the doctor do? He scored a seventy-two, which was oh, really bad. He's he here to take again. He, he's in the, for the rest of the year. Yeah, all right. And if he wins, he's coming on to do our daily segment. All right. <laughs> oh, he's supposed to come here and take a shot with the loser of the three of us, but he's out of town tonight, so he couldn't. Think he's going to blow job tonight. Mm, do I think he is yeah. on the way home? Roadhead. Yeah, Roadhead. Ooh, I, I so. also hope so. He <laughs> passed his test that he thought he was going to fail. I know. How would he think he's going to fail? That guy puts that in was work. Really, really okay, hard. so what's the chance Next he gets a blowjob? 40%. 35%. 12. <laughs> I don't know what there's... I think she's horny. She's, this is you, doctor. She's been horny. Yeah, but a horny a horny wife doesn't necessarily mean a BJ. Yeah, but if she gets nice yeah. and drunk at the hockey game tonight... <clears throat> Look, we played Would You Rather, and uh, I took a weird route. I decided to just go against all of Wiz's calls so that we can have some fun with it, and it bit me in the ass. There were there were there were two or three. Well, I say there are two guys on here where I picked against what I thought, just to make it interesting. He probably would have beat me anyway, even if I picked him. You had seventy percent correct, which is a great week in Would You Rather. Yeah, My no shit, it's great. Thirty percent weekly. Him and the peach. I'm most things they do are great. Up for three in a row here. My my thirty uh, percent was garbage. Let's let's see. I, I want to just look at this, right? Uh, so the only ones I got right were Josh Allen over your Baker Mayfield. Barely. I got Fitz right. We both got Fitz right. I got Zeke right. We both got Zeke right. That's all I got right. I was wrong with Josh Adams, who I liked. Shady, who I liked. Chubb, who I didn't like. I wanted the other guy, but you had him. Galladay did not work out. Jarvis Landry's coming on really well right now. It's a good pick by me. And uh, 
Aaron Rodgers. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. I wanted to pick Aaron Rodgers too, but I didn't. All right, I'll take my shot. Ooh, we had some bets here. The Big Wiz made a bet with Bullfrog about the Bears game. The Big Wiz made a lot of bets. You took the Bears with the three point spread. Points right. didn't matter. The Bears won that game, which was just incredible. I lost that one. Yeah, Wiz made some really good stats on that. You should have bought into that right away. I can't believe after I told you how bad golf was going to be. I know. You went still into right. it. I just wasn't a full believer on the Bears. Did you pour it? The weather. Take it, the we got another one. The weather was a big factor in that. Cool. That's why them going home to LA this week is going to be a huge point because they really oh, yeah. pissed off after the last. That's why when we get to uh, start of the week in Froggy, if he makes his pick, <laughs> I'm all yeah. into his pick. Uh, Wiz took another bet with the Bullfrog here. This was the Austin Eckler Justin. Time out for a second, and I just want to talk about this for a minute. I do okay? too, because after you watch last night's game. No, 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 no. I want to talk about last week, okay? okay? Because I, I'm in my home league sem- or quarterfinal playoffs. I'm playing against a team that's really good, oh, no. probably better than me, but I had a chance. And right before the game started, this is something that I've sworn off. I said, I will not fucking make changes in my lineup in the last hour before games. <laughs> but Bullfrog comes over about five minutes before the game start, and I start talking to him. I, 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 my opponent had Melvin Gordon out, so I picked up Justin Jackson, and I had Austin Eckler. This is after after I told you the reason why I can and play Eckler. You listen. So the so the two of us we start talking. We say like you know I was like who should I play? Should I play Eckler? Should I play Jackson? Which one should I do? Right. Um. I, I and I think what I told you was the only expert I could find that picked Jackson above Eckler was uh, Brad Evans, which means you don't fucking go or Bullfrog or Bullfrog. But I I so. So in the end, I talked myself into, I don't know how much you had to do with it, but I talked myself into Justin Jackson. So listen to this. In my quarterfinals, in my quarterfinals, Eckler scored 14 or 15 points. Jackson scored two. So that's a 13 point yeah. difference. Okay. It wasn't close. In my corner, in my quarterfinals, 13 point difference in this one decision and I lost by 90. So it didn't fucking oh. matter anyway. <laughs> but, but, uh, boy. Y'all took, y'all took this <laughs> bet. Bullfrog had Jackson, you had Eckler over there, and obviously Eckler won that. So Obviously, Wiz won. Ba-boom. Apparently, I got this one wrong. Nuts, I took Baker to go over 300 yards and multiple touchdowns. Yeah. doesn't matter yeah, what I did. Yeah, 238 and uh, one. So I was wrong. I'll take that shot. I got another one coming because I said Matt Lacoste would have four catches. You know how many he had? <laughs> Zero. One. One. Two weeks in a row. Are you picking Matt Lacrosse again in all this week? Should. You're making better on away. Matt Lacrosse. Yeah, I'm going one more. I am phenomenal <laughs> at these tight end bets. Stay away. Yeah, 30 yards. Stay yard. away <laughs> from Case Keenum. If you're making bets with people, don't do it about tight ends. <laughs> Streaming tight ends are the worst. Unless you're looking to stick your dick in it, because, jeez, oh, There's another tight end bet here. While I take this one, you can take it with me. Um, Wiz, you took Mark Andrews over Bullfrog's Dallas Go Dare. The Frenchman. <laughs> and uh, God had a huge week. Look at that. I wonder if any listeners happen to pick him, pick him up and plug him in out there. I, I picked him up did. this week. Um, I don't believe on Mark Andrews. Is Lamar Jackson is bad, and he, he still didn't get the ball. He's bad. Lamar Jackson is bad. <laughs> yeah, he's Some bad. of those throws he missed by 10 feet. Make a public a service announcement here. I don't understand. Flacco mixed, should be in there. I mixed my peach schnapps with my butterscotch schnapps, and it was the worst thing I've put in my mouth in a long time. <laughs> don't do it. Well, not since that prison plan. Not since the last time I went down on a girl on a period. Last bet here. Wiz uh, said Saquon Barkley will have less than 30 touches, which he had never had before, and I made a bet because I like to make bets, and I lost. 
He had 14 touches. But it, those 14 touches were amazing. 170 yards <laughs> and a couple of scores. Okay, those are our bets. We're drunk for you now. So let's... I've been drunk since I showed up. Yeah, you... Christmas, baby. Let's try to rip through the rest of this really quickly because half of the people that started listening aren't listening anymore. Hey. (laughs) What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up? Start at quarterbacks because that's what we do. Quarterback. I got one for you, Jameis Winston. Folks, he's going against Baltimore. I said it earlier, and I did say I, I like Adam Humphreys, but... Jameis Winston is going against Baltimore, and he has put up 19 points per game in the last five or six games. Not too bad, right? For a decent quarterback position, that's not too bad. Here's the simple fact of the matter, folks. I just don't have a lot of faith that Jameis is a good option. Go look anywhere else. There might be a good play here to put Fitz Magic back. <laughs> All right, let's go running backs. I'm going to start with my running back. This is A.A. Ron Jones, the Green Bay Packers. Look. Green Bay's playing against the Bears. We did see what the Bears did to Gurley last week, 11 for 28. We have seen some running backs with success against the Bears' defense so far on the season, namely James White, and I think Wiz called that before James White stepped out and had a big game. Nicely done. You call most things. Well, you call something. You call a lot of things. Some of them right. Some of them I call right. a lot of things absolutely correct. But I think Aaron Jones really struggles here. Last week, the first week without McCarthy in Green Bay, Jones didn't touch the ball at all in the first quarter of that game against Atlanta. He only had three carries before the first half in that game. What what the game script looked like, if you look back at the, the, the play-by-play here, uh, basically it tells me that Aaron Rodgers came out and decided he was going to be the one calling plays, and Aaron Rodgers decided he wanted to show the world he was better than his coaching staff last week, which he, so he didn't want to run the ball, and he didn't run the ball. Uh, much at all in the first half. Yes, Aaron Jones got in and did some work in the second half, but I don't think that changes much. I think Aaron Rodgers, who has owned the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field, which is where this game's at this week, comes in and says, look, once again, I want this to be my showcase game where nobody's telling me what to do. I throw the ball all over the place, uh, and eventually he'll find out that that's not working. Aaron Jones will get some touches, but that Bears front is ridiculous. I think there's a couple things here. One is... He will put up better numbers than Gurley. He will put up better numbers than Gurley. Because sure. because Philbin will commit to the run a little bit more than, than you the, say the Philbin, bad coach McVay. Um, Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers oh. will be a better quarterback than any cold weather than Goff ever For has. sure. For sure. Um, but I can't argue with your pick in general. The whole idea here is that how good the Bears defense is, right? And, 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 yeah, and I absolutely support you in that statement. I agree. Aaron Jones was on my list. Nice pick, Dweez. All right, well, give me a running back, Wiz. Hang on. I gotta go back to the... Marlon Mack's your guy. Yeah, Marlon Mack versus Dallas. Dallas is a good fucking defense. They have the two best, fastest linebackers in the fucking league with Jalen Smith and uh, the Venden Eschlingberger guy from Idaho. Layton. 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 Oh, God damn. How did I forget that? Um, they, Dallas only gives a 3.6 yards per game. It's factually inaccurate, again, for the fans. The fastest two clocked linebackers in the league belong oh, to Jacksonville, but go ahead. The guy, the guys got slapped <laughs> around at Derrick Henry? They can't tackle! The, the, the fastest, the guys Miles that can Jack, tackle Miles in the Jack NFL. Miles Jack got I give you that. flicked I give by Derrick Henry, and he went three yards into the, into the field. That was fucking stupid. Go ahead. 
They only give up 20.8 points per game to opposing running backs, which is some fewest points per game to running backs. Do not expect a lot from Marlon Mack. This is a tough, tough, tough matchup. Stay away from him. Just to clarify, like Marlon Mack's not going to score 20.8. That's going to be split up between him and Hines and and Jordan, whatever the fuck his name is. Wilkins. Wilkins. Yes. Yes. Don't get excited about that 20 points. Yeah. This is not, this is, this is total points. Marlon Mack's a good pick. Let's go receivers. Bullfrog, hit us with both of yours this week. I like it. I like it. I was, I'm good with your Marlon Mack pick, guys. Nice job on those running backs. Let's see how, uh, how you do. Uh, I'm going to give you the easier one first, which is Mike Evans, uh, the number 17 wide receiver ranked this week. Facing that Baltimore D, probably going to see a lot of Jimmy Smith coverage in Baltimore. Wiz already brought up Jameis Winston. Uh, you know, it just seems like that type of game where – Winston's not going to have a lot of time to just stand back there and throw the deep ball, which Mike Evans excels at more than the short passing game. Uh, I mean, is he capable of going off? Absolutely. You know, that's Mike Evans. But uh, reasonably thinkers would say, you know, Mike Evans is going to have a down week. So that's what I'm going with. My second receiver, though, uh, has probably been the number one wide receiver in the NFL. Of late. At least last week he was. Yeah. I'm going to give a shot at Amari Cooper as a can't-get-it-up guy. Here's why. The Indianapolis Colts defense runs 72% zone versus the passing attack. Okay. Dak Prescott, against man-to-man coverage, since Cooper has been there, has an eight-touchdown-to-one interception ratio. Man coverage. Man coverage. Versus zone, he has zero touchdowns and two interceptions. Amari Cooper has six touchdowns scored for Dallas. All six of them have come against man-to-man coverage. So I'm going to call Amari Cooper a bust. I like your... Indianapolis runs a zone defense. I like your stats here, but if, if Indianapolis doesn't man up and actually put guys in the box against Zeke, th- this game's going to be over in the first quarter. Yeah. Then but, Zeke has a monster game. Yes. Yeah, Zeke might have a monster game. Guys, this is why you listen to our show, because somebody on this show has time to research shit and comes up with statistics that you, you're you not going to fucking find. Let us do it for you. Great, again, great job, Bullfrog. Great maybe job. they monster target Cooper. Maybe. Maybe. But again, statistics have shown statistics Dak shown, struggles against that yes. zone defense. No, no, no. I think that's yeah. a, that's a great stat. Is that yeah. he absolutely do, he, he doesn't read defenses very well. Is what that right. tells us, right? Yeah. He does a bad job against it. And okay. buy, buy into the running back. All right, I'm going to pick. Uh, can't get it up. Wide receiver here. Then and, and let's. I'm going to be honest here. I I hate my pick. <laughs> and it came out a little bit earlier in the show when we were talking mail time. But I'm going to say it anyway. T.Y. Hilton is my can't-get-it-up wide receiver this week. Colts are going to be playing against that Dallas defense. Dallas has been great up front. Uh, they've, they've been pressuring quarterbacks left, right, and center. You know, they started the beginning of the year after the first three or four weeks. They were the leading sack getters in the league. They're no longer the leading sack getters in the league. But they're, they're top three in quarterback pressures in the league so far. I think that's going to continue. They're going to get into Andrew Luck's face and rattle him as much as they can. T.Y. Hilton is going to be playing up against Byron Jones, who is the number one ranked cornerback on the league uh, this year thus far. Not necessarily in coverage, but as a total cornerback, he's the number one ranked cornerback. I know T.Y. Hilton can pretty much beat anybody uh, in, in single coverage, given the opportunity. And there's a chance. This is one of those guys that doesn't take but one play to have, have a great day. Uh, but I'm picking him anyway. 
He hasn't scored in any of the last three weeks. Hilton hasn't, although he went for 200 yards last week against me in the semis. He was part of that 90-point loss for me. He was limited in practice this week. It's not really even sure that he's going to play at this point yet. This this week got an ankle injury. It's a new ankle injury. It popped up brand new just this week. So that's got to limit him a little bit, slow him down a little bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, I expect Dallas to do uh, whatever they can to slow down this game, run the ball a lot with Zeke. We think Zeke's going to be successful. Just said it a minute ago. Um, so the, the less time the Colts offense is on the field, the better as far as Dallas is concerned. And I think they're going to eat up a lot of clock. And I just don't think T.Y. Hilton has a good game. I do, but he's my can't-get-it-up guy anyway. Does that make any sense? A little bit. Okay. We have to go a little detail of that. Uh, th- th- those are our can't get it ups. Next thing on the list. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. All right, for our flex guys, we've got a couple of running backs that we want to throw at you. I'm going to start out here, Elijah McGuire. I put this in here before Isaiah Crowell was put on the IR, assuming that he was uh, going to be limited at the very best. Uh, there are four running backs on this team that have gotten carries at all. Four running backs on the whole year that have gotten carries. Only two of them have been in practice this week. Only two of them are going to be there in the game. Eli, uh, Elijah McGuire, Trenton Cannon. Trenton Cannon might not even play this week. Uh, Elijah McGuire is literally the only option available to this team. Uh, Elijah McGuire is good catching the ball coming out of the backfield. Uh, and Houston, who's been really good against running backs, has been a little bit less good against running backs catching the ball out of the backfield. They averaged nearly five catches. I think it was 4.9 catches per game, two backs. That's going to boost his stock. McGuire historically has done more work catching the ball anyway. He's not necessarily super effective as a lead back, but as a guy that can catch the ball. I think he's got a decent game. He's got a chance of ending in the top 24, but it's his ceiling is maybe 20. right? So it's not going to be a huge week for you, but if you're desperate at the flex because all these fucking guys getting hurt and you're trying desperately to scrap and get somebody. I think Elijah McGuire has a chance. If you're desperate and you got to find someone, it's an option. Yes. It's a bad matchup this week. It's a great opportunity. It's a really bad matchup. I will give you a running back. He is currently the number 42 running back overall. It is Delvin Cook. We talked about him earlier in the stat of the week. He's going against Miami defense. Um, they just fired their fucking offensive coordinator, which tells me Zimmer wants to run the ball. Um, 12 running backs to date have gone either over 100 yards or got a TD against Miami defense. Um, and three have come from the NFC North. Kerryon Johnson for 19 points. Tariq Cohen, who's a bad running back, went for 23 points. Aaron Jones for 31. Cook is a good matchup this week against Miami. They give up points to running backs. Let's go. I've got one more running back before we move off of the running backs. So anyway, I got Kenneth Dixon here, guys, right? I said a minute ago, Gus Edwards has an opportunity to score a couple of touchdowns in deep. I think Kenneth Dixon does a lot of work this week between the 20s. Tampa Bay is really bad against the run. Last week when Dixon came in, he got a lot less touches, 9 to Gus's 16, but he did outgain Gus between the tackles, 80 to 67. He's a, he's a good running back. He has been since he came into the league. This team has liked him and wanted to use him since he came into the league. He just can't stay healthy. Well, he's healthy this week. In a game where I think uh, Tampa Bay is probably going to score some points, even against this good defense, I think the game script says Dixon's going to catch some balls. The one thing that Gus Edwards, since he's come in, has not done at all this year 
is catch the ball. He's had one target on the entire season. Okay, Kenneth Dixon does that better. Yes, Ty Montgomery's there to catch balls as well. Just think Dixon's going to be a pretty good I think, to be honest, Dixon and Gus Edwards are both good plays this week against Tampa Bay. All right. Give us a receiver. Yeah, damn. Champ. Wake up, Bullfrog. Holy shit. Give me, you want something give, give me a shot. I got two I got two wide receivers for you. I'm gonna knock them both out. I'm, I'm gonna again, my guys are one of this is the first guy's kind of a dark horse guy, I guess. Uh he was an early season fave, but in the last eight weeks, I think he's only gone over fifty five yards like one time, and that's Kelvin Ridley. Uh I feel like he is due. I think he's just due. Should we put a bet on it? We have had zero bets. Have we not made any bets? I need a bet. You know what? Because that Kelvin Ridley you, scores a, a touchdown. Anybody want that bet? I don't know enough. Uh, you you think it's going to be a touchdown? Kelvin Ridley wow. scores a touchdown. I'll make that bet. Bullfrog and the good... Do he's nuts? Again, Not the good doctor. We Julio, can only wish he's here, but Julio's he's nuts. Gonna be, uh, you know, Julio's going to see some coverage from Patrick Peterson. They play a little zone. Julio runs in the slot a little bit. Peterson's only covered the slot like one time the whole fucking season. So again, Julio's going to get some time away. But I just got that. I just got that gut fucking hemorrhoid feeling <laughs> that uh, Kelvin Ridley. That's not the feeling you want to run that with. Kelvin Ridley <laughs> is going to find his way to the end zone this week. So just, just confirm. You're stating that Ridley does just gets a TD. Yeah. All right. Not an STD. Not a hemorrhoid. <laughs> But a fucking touchdown. I'll drink to that bet, sir. Yeah, you're an idiot. Last running back or last wide receiver from you. Uh, me I mentioned earlier on the show already. Yeah, this with him. Real quick, man. Um, Odell's out. <clears throat> Shepard's gonna get some opportunity against Tennessee. Um, yeah, I don't even know what they've got going with Corey Coleman and Shepard and Shepard and you know I don't know who and runs Barkley. X, who runs Bar- Y, Barkley who runs, runs Z. You know Ingram, but uh. You know, you got fucking Butler out there for Tennessee, who's pretty much ass trash. Did you say it real uh, quick before you started this one? What? Did you say it real quick before you said Jeff? It is that. Sterling. Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay Sterling? Yeah, that one too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. No. Sterling Shepard. Lindsay Sterling. Oh, hell yeah. I like to put her on when I'm working. She's good work. She's talented. Working music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. There's a couple of things here that I'm not sold on. I... I uh, about Lindsey Sterling? Yeah, about Lindsey Sterling or... Great fiddle player. Or Shepard. An amazing fiddle player. Who gives a fuck about f- fiddling right I'm now? just saying, I dig fiddling. You would. And <laughs> you, you dig... They're not digging out, you know, bloody vaginas. No, get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just not a big fan of the whole Shepard thing and the Giants. I think they have a tough match. I'm not sure if you watched that game last week. The I fucking will... Titans defense looked phenomenal. I'd rewind the show a little bit to say, uh, to to remind the folks that a minute ago you called me a fucking moron because I didn't already have I Sterling Shepard in the starting lineup. Yes. Because there's fucking six receivers you have to fucking play. That's true. Keenan Allen is one of them. It depends zero. on the at the environment that you are in. Keenan Allen is one of them for zero. Yeah, we'll get kids up yet. Who's the quarterback for Jacksonville again? <laughs> Cody Kessler? Yes. He's pretty good, I heard. He's fucking terrible. <laughs> hey, who's your receiver? I'm going to give you guys DJ Moore from the Saints. Currently wide receiver number 33 overall. From the Panthers. Playing the Saints. Playing the Saints from the Panthers. Um, since week 11, he has the most targets and snaps on the team. And the Saints have gone up 10 TDs, two receivers on the outside. I think it's a good matchup overall. 
and, and let me tell you guys, folks, I think fucking Cam Newton's a terrible fucking quarterback. Um, until he figures out how to throw the ball, DJ Moore has a limited ceiling. But with that said, DJ Moore should get you points. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. I mean, uh, DJ Moore's a cool player. I like him. My only concern is is always like Curtis Samuel has days where he does everything on that team. Funches has days where he does everything on that team. So it's kind of a crapshoot whether it's going to be him. I or disagree not. with you. Say everything. The problem is, is that they just don't. There's not enough volume. Vo- volume. McCaffrey, yes. You said volume. Yes. There's not enough volume. Yes, this week there correct. might have to be. There might if have to be because they they if should they be able to shut hang. down that that running game if they want to hang. They should be able to. Sure. Can, hey, you know I oh. Can I bring up a, a real quick dumb shit item? Please I know we're do. long in the show already, but Big Wiz talking about fucking more playing for the Saints. This brings up, if you guys saw on ESPN, okay, they had a three-way little talk between Max Kellerman, Teddy Bruschi, and Stephen A. Smith. You guys know all these names? I hate Stephen A. Smith. Cool. He deserves the right. so, Is that because he's black? So they bring, he's an idiot. So they're, gonna, they're talking about the Thursday night game, Chargers versus Chiefs. That's racist. Okay. Brewski obviously probably knows football. Not sure. Max Kellerman, I don't know, but he's the host. They he bring in he, Stephen A., okay? He's an idiot. The first he's a thing basketball he, Listen guy. to this shit. This was live on fucking ESPN. This is how bad it is. First thing he talks about is the impact that Spencer Ware is going to have. Spencer Ware fucking not even playing. <laughs> and the second thing he brings up, this is fucking insane, on ESPN, he's going to talk about Hunter Henry's matchup oh. versus Derek fucking Johnson. And get this. This was live on fucking ESPN. They aired it. And Hunter Henry's not even played a snap all year and Derek Johnson got released in March from the fucking team. And this was for Thursday night's game. Stephen A. Smith. Oh, let's bring in the NFL expert, Stephen A. Smith. Bullfrog's point here, folks, is ESPN does not know more than us. We actually know more than ESPN. I think think his point is that like everybody makes mistakes with it's okay that that, you said But that is bad. (laughs) That yeah, ESPN really would go mm. to that point. To, oh, ESPN, if you're Steve listening, we won't Jeez. fuck up that badly. We do our My research gosh. before we start. Also, if we were on one that of your shows, bad. we'd probably drink less. All right, now. Would we? No. Now that's a stream. Let's go streaming quarterbacks because I like to do what Wiz says. I took his streaming quarterback from last week, and that is Derek Carr. He didn't get it done for Wiz last week. He is going to get it done for me and you this week. The Oakland Raiders get the Cle- uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, Bungles as some might call it, second most generous team two fantasy quarterbacks on the year. Like I said a minute ago or an hour ago, it's been a while. Uh, multiple touchdowns in the last three of the last fours, but been, been near 300 yards in each of the last two games. Derek Carr's playing better right now. The Bengals are playing worse on defense right now. Although they did a nice job last week against the Chargers, I think the Oakland. I, this is a whole. This entire game for me is a game that I'm looking to target daily because all the pieces are going to be cheap and both of the defenses are fucking garbage. Derek Carr, baby. Yeah. There's a couple things I want to tell you about this. Is this who you're picking? <laughs> I like it! Oh, Bullfrog's got yeah. here to hear it. Before, before we pee. get to my, t- okay. for my for my pick, I do like your pick here. There's a couple concerns I have. Yeah, There's a sure. chance this could go 21-14 to 14 or 21-17. to 17. Yeah, And then it, it backfires it, it in everyone's go, faces. It could go 14-10. to 10. Yeah. Hey, 
Check out um, the Big Wiz's quarterback streamer. But, but, I, but, but to, to <laughs> not... How high is he ranked? Number seven? <laughs> to not, to Nuts' point here... Even better. ...is that there's some, there's some good opportunity should actually... Should the defenses <laughs> perform like they normally do. Yes. Well, look at that. Would you look at that? Go ahead, Wiz. Josh... I, if McCown. it was up to me, I would be able to pick fucking Baker Maysfield, but I, I, I chose not to because I play to the game. I play to the windy week, and right now my player is he rushes the ball 99 yards per game in the last three weeks. Detroit gives up 20.1 points per game to quarterbacks. It is Josh fucking Allen, folks. Woo! I think he's actually a terrible... If you guys look at his, his, his ability to throw the ball, it's quite terrible. It's so bad. It's awful. But that's, it's not similar, what fan- that's not what Similar to Lamar Jackson. This is a loophole in fantasy football. Yeah. Take advantage. No, no. This is a loophole in this fucking stupid... This, every week that I talk to you about good players and bad players and how you tell me my accountability. This is a loophole in your fucking accountability in game. fantasy football, um, which is the game we talk about. I know, and that's why I'm actually good in my football. leagues and you're not. I am still you got the alive chance to win two. any league this year, boys. I don't have playoffs in my leagues, so no. <laughs> I, I, I'm in two of my four semifinals. I lost in one of my quarterfinals. I'm doing okay. Me too. I, I think we're in one of them together. We are. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, we are. I don't think we're gonna win that one. Yeah, we won't this week. But it is Josh Allen, folks. He has a good match against Detroit. I, I'm going to keep it real short and simple, guys. Again, you I was keep, just... I think, besides your penis, anything yeah, short and simple. Uh, <laughs> it is short, but not always simple. <laughs> it's so Sometimes complex. Sometimes it's complicated. <laughs> every it's so every centimeter can be complicated. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, just scrolling through the list, under 50% owned, somebody I liked, Marcus Mariota. Get you... Get you some rushing numbers. We talked about Corey Davis. Again, we all know Derrick Henry will come back from Space Jam reality. For sure. And be the old Derrick Henry. (laughs) So, uh, you know, the aliens will have left his body. Mm -hmm. Uh, He will be back to the old Derrick Henry. Therefore, you know, Marcus Mariota is going to have to do a little bit more. Throwing and running. That's why I, I will make a bet with you this week. Ooh, what, yeah. what do you want to bet on, on Derrick Henry's points in week week fifteen? Yes. I'll, I'll bet over nine. Come on, Bullfrog. It's a oh, touchdown yeah. at thirty yards. Thir- yeah, you, you said he's, Zero gonna, catch. he's an alien asshole. He's not ever around. What the fuck? I only got one bet on the board. Let's do it. Nine points. Sounds I'll good. Yeah. You know what? I feel kind of okay. Not enjoying this since you won't let me play that fucking. Uh, <laughs> It's open! Yeah, I won't do it anymore. It's all yours. <laughs> We're going to go tight end streamers here. I am picking Vernon Davis. Washington Redskins. Jordan Reed is out with a foot injury. Probably not going to play again. I say that now, but it probably, yeah, who knows? No, he won't be back next week. He doesn't come back from injuries, especially his foot injuries. This is a new foot injury to the other foot. The, not the one that's kept him out for the last two seasons in football. It's a new one. So Verdon Davis is going to get all of the tight end work. It's a fresh quarterback, Josh Jackson, in here. Fresh young quarterbacks like dump-offs, easy plays. Uh, Jackson hit Vernon Davis uh, three times in a quarter and a half last week, which doesn't sound like a ton of options. But Vernon Davis went last year without Jordan Reed as the starting tight end there. 31 catches, 394 yards, and three touchdowns in the nine games he played with Reed. 
That was a pace for the tight end seven on the season last season. He's good when he gets the opportunity. He's going to get all of the opportunity this year. And Josh Jackson has been, when he came in last week, he wasn't terrible. Okay, he targeted Vernon a little bit. I wasn't think it's a good. good option. He was not terrible, which is the the concern. So I like Vernon Davis. You and I do a very good job making bets on tight ends. Do you want to get bet on this tight end, though? Sure. What's the bet you want to make this time? Um, they're going against Jacksonville. I will say he goes under 40 yards. <laughs> 35 and you got a deal. And you 40, can even make 37 it, and a half. You can deal. even drop. 37 and a half. It's a bet. Yay. I'm going to take... I, I prefer not to participate in this episode anymore, but... Um, I'm going to take Ian Thomas, folks. He had a He's going against the Saints. He had a good matchup last week, or he had good points last week, and he had seven receptions or six receptions for about 80 yards. Um, there's no reason why it should change. Again, I don't think Cam Newton's a very good quarterback. He likes he throws to his first receiving option, short receiving options, and that will be Ian Thomas. Go with Ian Thomas this week, folks. Please, Bullfrog, tell me about your streamer. Uh, who? <laughs> Mine is a Harvard grad. Mm, good. Um, which makes him fucking good at football. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's great at football. Anthony. Matt Burke. Ferkser. Tight end. Okay. Number three for the Tennessee Titans. Here's a stat of the week for you. Only two tight ends in the NFL have caught every target thrown at them. <laughs> <laughs> that have at least 15 targets. Name them. Is one of them Delaney Walker and the other one Johnny Smith? Please no. be. No. That would have been a great stat. One of them is Anthony Ferkser. Hey! He has had 16 catches on 16 targets for 201 yards and a touchdown. That's great. The other one is Sir Max Williams Max of the Ravens. 15 of 15. Anyway, Ferkser's all they got, man. A lot of positive hype coming from uh, Tennessee about this cat. Catches everything in sight. Easy to throw to, Mariota says. They're fucking running out of options. And they like the Uh, tight end position on that team. And I like like Mariota this week. I bet he goes under under 50. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You're giving Vernon Davis less yards than you're giving Anthony Perkser? Yeah. Four you catches? Know, the bet should be on his catch percentage this week. <laughs> I'm going to say four catches, which means four targets. Four catches. Four four catches, four targets, 100%. I bet he goes under five targets. You bet he goes under five targets? Five or more, you win. Yes, Yes, why are we making the tight end bets, guys? Come on, Ferker. <laughs> you know, first I thought it was Frisker. Like, ooh, I was like, ooh, he's getting frisky. Hey. Let's go defensive streamers. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons, a garbage defense on the year, but they are playing the Arizona Cardinals, a garbage offense. Josh Rosen, who I know this is correct, is the two of us liked Rosen best long-term in the league as a quarterback that was ready to play. Worst QBR in the league, 30, it's like 34 his QBR. Well, league, which is a of, bad QB out of all of them, the he's the most stationary of them, right? He's yes, yes. Yeah. He's been very, very, very bad. David Johnson, who we love, yeah. has not been making the plays that he should make. Yes, that line is not great, bad, but David Johnson's skill says he should break one every now and then, and he's just not. This whole offense is putrid. Did they 
Did they beat the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, it made me feel really good. But the Arizona Cardinals suck, so I'm taking the Atlanta shitty defense against a worse offense. That's a good. That's a good pick. They were on my list. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the Saints defense. You know, sometimes the high scoring games create defensive points because of sacks and turnovers and opportunity from pass rushing linemen. And I think the Saints defense is going to get those opportunities against Sir Cam Newton. Uh, I don't know. What did he have, four, three interceptions last week? And, again, we've talked about it many times. His pocket awareness is probably the worst in the NFL. For his ability to run, his pocket awareness is fucking terrible. Yeah, He true. stands he there like a statue. He doesn't move. <laughs> and, and he, he just lets it come to him. He doesn't take the one-two, one-two step up, step side, step side. He refuses to climb side. the pocket. I mean, I've seen him literally is stand it, is there it, for is it, is it six in the po- seconds. He has his bad pocket presence. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't see what's coming, and, and that's... Pocket awareness. Yes. Like I said, <clears throat> bad. I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Washington Redskins. Um... To my knowledge, they're starting Josh Johnson this week. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. D- yeah. Josh Just Jackson? Johnson. Johnson. Is it Johnson? Oh, yeah. I said Jackson does, Do the listeners, and Josh Johnson should put it on the fucking table for you. I don't need to say anything more. Josh Johnson fucking sucks. Mark Sanchez sucks. It doesn't fucking matter. The Washington Redskins have a fucking fork in them. Start the fucking Jags this week. Keep your eyes open, Wiz. It's tough right now. 88% owned, so I hope you already have it. <laughs> tough to stream. It's hard when you, you show up late. You Well, Christmas, baby. Christmas. Look, I, it's Christmas season. I will say that Josh Johnson, who played for a quarter and a half last week, scored 25 fantasy points. You say he sucks, but like he was going to suck this do you, week. Do you want to make him back? He didn't suck last week. Do you want to make him back? I think he will score at least 12 fantasy points. I will bet she scores under 19. I said 12. Jeez, oh, 19's a big number. I said 12. Girl pair. I would say Make the same it 15. to you. I've made you way more bets than you. You guys go with 15? I'll go with 15. You think he's going to score in the middle, 15. at least 15 points? Yes. I will bet you he scored. That's not <laughs> high enough for me. 15 and a half. I will give you... No, 15. Make a bet, you little no, bitch. 18. This is why you suck at life. <laughs> Uh, uh, I see. Let's go on to our daily deep throat. Bullfrog gets the daily deep throat segment back. All right, guys. You know, I'm going to keep it. You know, pretty short. Uh, I'm just going to kind of talk about a couple matchups this week to pinpoint. It's pretty early. Yeah, I mean, we're running long, and uh, it's early in the weekend. Lots of news to come out on the main slate. I like the New England Pittsburgh game. Find some pieces from that game. And uh, Dewey's Nuts was talking about the Oakland-Cincinnati game where you might be able to find some value in that game to find some pieces for uh, in that main slate. If you're playing the all the whole weekend slate, I think everybody's kind of on the girly train. I know mm-hmm. Wiz is. Dewey's Nuts? Is. Yeah. So, you know, in, in our yeah. little fucking daily, I wouldn't be surprised if Gurley's 100%. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not touching him. I'm going to beat y'all with somebody else. So, yeah. anyway... Uh, Wiz, anybody on the main slate, any matchup that you'd like him to kind of pick on as far as fantasy? Like, uh, you think it's going to be a, a nice high-scoring game? Can you think of a game this weekend in that main slate that might go, uh... I like Dallas this week to points. 
against the fucking Dallas and Colts. Colts. You think that could be? I like that as a high scoring game. I don't really not necessarily think that the Colts are going to put up a ton of points, but I like the fact that Andrew Luck would be throwing the ball. Okay. Did right. you say the Pittsburgh New England game? I said the Pittsburgh New England. Yeah. You went with Raiders and Oak Cincy, and we got uh, Dallas and Colts. Yeah, I mean, I think. Looking at the slate, though, that might be the three top guys. You know, I could see Atlanta maybe putting up a big number on Arizona. Uh, Seattle San Fran, you think that could get any love, maybe? It could. No. No, you think it stays in a little lower scoring? Yeah. I'm just not sure you actually like it in that game. I don't know who you'd play. That's the problem. I don't know who you'd play. So, Kittle. I will finish on just, like, my first dry run, like, real dry hump. Uh, lineup that I threw in here for the main Pant. slate. Do you prefer dry hump? What? Do you prefer dry hump over no hump? Ooh. <laughs> eh, any hump's better than no hump. <laughs> That's legit. Uh, Big Ben at quarterback. Zeke. Mixon. Thielen. Ridley. Shepard. Ferkser. Carson. Seahawks D. Are you rolling Ferkser out? <laughs> Go low at tight end, buddy. First dry run right Love there. It. I actually think that's like a fucking million dollar maker, but <laughs> I mean, place you put that. Yeah. You got to put it. Look, Shane said put it everywhere. Put it fucking everywhere. You ready for this <laughs> or, game? Or you're a terrible I, game. Am. I don't know which one. Would you rather? Josh Allen against Detroit or Cam Newton versus Saints? I am going to go with <laughs> Woo! Cam Newton. Oh yeah! Uh, higher scoring game. He's got. He's got to throw touchdowns, and he might. He might throw two and run one. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm, I was thinking this is the week that Cam gets the the legs going again. So I think he's going to go even with Allen on the ground, and then probably put up a little bit more air work. So I was going to go Cam. All right, listeners, mark my word. Pick Josh Allen on that one. Yeah. Eli versus Titans or Cody Kessler versus Washington? My turn. Eli. Eli. I ain't picking fucking Cody Kessler. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Eli Manning has two Super Bowl wins and MVPs. Philip Lindsay, who's been phenomenal, leads the league in yards per carry against the fucking Browns or Dalvin Cook versus Miami. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Come on, buddy. We have not given Philip Lindsay any love on this show all I, season. I, I'm not sure that's another. That's probably another inaccurate one. Philip Lindsay's been phenomenal. Yeah, we've never. Well, that's the point. Why not pick him right in this week? This week it seems like an obvious matchup. He's going to get you at least last, 15 points. I'm last not week a he went, last week in he the went Denver like, D, the Denver offense. Last week man. he went two yards per carry, two point yeah. something. There's a three-headed monster there. I'm not a believer in their offense. Hit us with the next. Give me. Give us one that's give tough. Derrick Henry versus the Giants, <laughs> or Lamar Miller versus the Jets. Lamar Miller. He's Lamar Miller. McCaffrey versus Saints or Fournette versus Redskins. McCaffrey. I'm gonna take McCaffrey. You guys are fucking idiots. We're you both suck win, at this buddy. fucking. Yeah, Amari, Amari versus Colts or Cooks versus Eagles. Ooh, Cooks. I'm taking Cooks too. This well, is... wait. I will take Amari Cooks hey. because I think they're they're they're. A, Pick em. That's my that's my can't get it up guy. Alshon versus the Rams, or Galladay versus the Bills. Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. 
Corden Sutton versus the Browns, who's been awesome, <laughs> or Corey Davis versus the Corey Davis. Davis. You guys are suck. You guys You're lame. Suck. You, you are, are lame. Shitty options, bro. What do we got? One guy. One. <laughs> one guy decides the winner. Hey, fair enough. <laughs> well, I think you guys should have taken the first one. Should have been a split. Give us a bonus. All right, Elijah McGuire versus Texans, or Kenyon Drake versus the Vikings. Now, see, I like this one, and I'm taking. Of course, Elijah you do, you pile of shit. Well, these are hard decisions to make, and somebody out there's making. Same with decisions. the other decisions. None of them are hard. I'm taking Elijah McGuire. I'm not sure how you build your fantasy teams, but I am very interested in knowing them. I, I, I guess I'll. I'm not really big on no. differentiating. Why don't you jump on his back uh, and fuck him in the back while you're at? I will differentiate with you on this one, just because. No, no, no! Jump on Miami's his back. Miami's a better team. In a better offense. And it only takes one fucking hook right. and ladder exactly. and ladder and ladder for Kenyon so Drake I'll to take, score. I'll take fucking Drake and be, there we go. be done with That, my friends, is that. We've got just a couple more shows to go. We're almost done for the year. Just a couple of requests from you people. Send us your questions. I don't care if you're playing for last place or first. Send us some questions. We like talking about them. Nobody's written us a review in a really long time. Go do that. Subscribe to our show Rachel somewhere. Babs? Fucking tell a friend that we exist. And uh, my very last request. You got one? For you three listener questions. <laughs> Chuck, D-Rock, and James Murphy. You fuckers. You better get a review out of one of you three. After we win your goddamn week for you. I expect Chuck. 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 Chuck, yeah, you're yeah. my guy. My guy. I'm pulling for fucking you, James. Put a review out there, Chuck. I'm betting on you. Put a fucking bet down. Chuck, you're the man. No. Five-star review. Chuck's name is Chuck the Fuck. It's James that's going to win big. James is going to make it happen. My final request for everybody is this. Real simple. Listen close. All right? Fuck off. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.